And joining us now is Dr. Bryce Edwards. He's a political commentator and analyst, and you would have heard the discussion during the week about referenda and that there was a surprise that New Zealand First are keen on a referendum about abortion. And Tracy Martin, let's have a listen to this before we go to Dr. Bryce Edwards. Here's her saying that there was no mention of a referendum during the negotiation process with Andrew Little. It had never been discussed with me or by the New Zealand First Caucus themselves during the whole negotiations. Therefore, it was never raised with Andrew Little during those negotiations. So she was blindsided. She's New Zealand First, remember. Winston Peters saying no one should have been surprised, least of all Andrew Little. Andrew Little seemed to be caught off guard. Well, yeah, but hang on. Well you, be, well, you should pay attention to other parties' policies. I know what their policy is. They campaign on it. We didn't. Did it come up in our coalition talks? No, it didn't. So out of left field, you got something here. So Andrew Little shouldn't have been surprised? Uh, no, he shouldn't have been surprised. If you, if you want a good look at the chronology of this event, the only party that, that has acted in good faith is us. Why hasn't Labor acted in good faith? Well, it wasn't part of our coalition agreement. So why is it there? The fact that we have appeared to accept that they can put it there is a matter of good faith on our part. If anyone got blindsided, was us. But we didn't get upset and have a hissy fit, as some do in politics. Bryce Edwards, welcome to the program. Hi. Thanks for being with us, uh, Bryce. Uh, it's, look, you just heard some of the cuts there. Uh, blindsided. Uh, no, it's always been in uh, in our, uh, our, our policy. Uh, oh, no, not blindsided. We're not having a hissy fit. What the hell just happened this week? Well, New Zealand's are struggling at the moment. Every opinion poll puts them below 5%, so they are fighting for their lives, and there is a good chance they won't make it back into Parliament. So, of course, they're going to become a bit more inconsistent, a bit more... I don't know, uh, asserting themselves in the year before the next general election. So, you know, we're going to see them you know, being a bit more vocal, more colourful, and maybe sometimes a bit more inconsistent. Even though, I mean, Peters is right. New Zealand First have always put forward this policy of on major issues, especially moral issues, there should be a referenda. So the fact that they haven't argued for that you know, in these months of negotiations is probably the weirder part of all this. They are struggling for traction, that is true. The chances that Winston will get his abortion referendum? No, I don't think they will get it um, because Labour and National aren't keen on it, nor are the Greens. So, no. And to some extent, I think New Zealand First know that and they need to just at least for their own supporters say that they tried to get a referendum because a lot of New Zealand First members do you know, want a referendum and probably other New Zealanders as well. And so New Zealand First can go back and say, well, we were stymied by the other parties. We wanted to give you, the public, a chance to have a say on abortion um, and we believe it should have been you. But we were thwarted, um, but, you know, and now we're going to vote. Um, and I think they probably will vote mostly for uh, abortion law reform. How big a shift do you think this is within the National Party? I mean, we know that it may not be a shift within, say, the Labour Party and their supporters, but how big a shift is it within the National Party that they aren't also um, pushing for a referendum on it? Yeah, I think there will be a lot of national support base that will be disappointed that they're not. And, you know, there, there's some very good arguments for having referendums for these big moral issues. And national being the traditional party of conservatives, of the right, you know, that's more where anti-abortion um, sort of sentiment tends to be. And national is very much split on this issue. So, um, yeah, and of course, there has been a big shift because we are seeing some of those more conservative MPs like Simon Bridges are coming over to 
vote, at least at the early stages of this bill, in favour of it, which will disappoint a lot of traditional national supporters. Sadly, I feel that uh, in terms of conscience, uh, politics prepares you for a conscience vote in the same way selling used cars might uh, prepare your conscience for all sorts of activities. How might a referendum on a moral issue work, Bryce? Well, we have them for lots of you know lots of different areas of public policy. We have you know them in the past for things like prohibition, or for military conscription, all these big moral issues. And um, yeah, you could quite easily have a piece of legislation, as we've seen, put forward to the House um, on abortion reform, and have it contingent on a yes or no vote at the next election. So yeah, New Zealand's first position is actually uh, totally logical in that sense. There's no reason why there couldn't be a vote on this next year. And um, I think it would pass quite easily, by the way. But um, yeah, when you've got issues like, um, yeah, around sexuality, you know. Around sexuality, uh, abortion, uh, you could think of euthanasia, for example, also. Yeah, and we are going to have that one on, well, we might have one on euthanasia. We're having one on cannabis use. Um, Ireland's really interesting. They've just had a a whole slew of um, referendums over the last few years that have been quite successful. 2015, they had one on same-sex marriage. It was the only one in the world. To, I mean, mostly parliaments have just you know, bought in same-sex marriage by votes in parliament. They actually had one for the public. The public um, went for it. Then they had one last year on abortion. Uh, that was freed up from that vote. And then this year they had one on taking away some of the restrictions on divorce. And again, that passed. Okay, so okay. Yeah, look, 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 of them. Mm, n- not at all. I, 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 think, I think there is a, a lot of merit. It just depends how you do it. So number one, yeah. has to be binding. Number two, how much does the question affect the outcome of a referendum. Oh, yes. Yeah, and you do have to have a really clear wording, and you have to have it in a way that the voters know um, precisely what it means. And so, of course, the big referendum elephant in the room, if you like, is that Brexit one, where you know there wasn't really enough debate in Britain. I mean, I'm not saying they got it wrong in how they decided it, but a lot of people that voted both yes and no in Brexit didn't really know what it was going to mean, and the politicians didn't know what it was going to mean, and that was a bit of a debacle. Oh, I think it was a total debacle. And I, I think yeah. that's a case where, where it shouldn't be a referendum because that was politicians abdicating their duty. That was such a complicated economic matter that to hand it to the public as opposed to people who are paid to research uh, was a stuff-up. I mean, the, that's that's my feeling so on it. This is an age-old question in politics about how much you trust the politicians to be the deciders on these issues. And traditionally in the Westminster system, so in the British system we have, you do, you trust the politicians, you elect the best and the brightest, and these are the people that, yeah, are smart, morally upstanding, have the resources to go and study a public policy issue, and we trust them to make the best judgment. But increasingly across the world, we're seeing sort of a revolt against elites, if you like, a rising populism. And this is where New Zealand First kicks in, and they say, well, no, we don't want to give all the power to the elite, to the you know the politicians. We want to hand some of it back to the people, they say. And uh, there is some democratic merit in that argument.